Welcome to A Toast to Pop Culture. Where pop culture is not just for Christmas, but for life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to do one of those cringy slogans every week. Uh, So if you think we're actually going to stick with that for forever, that's not the case, sadly. Also, it's not Christmas anymore, but I'm still mourning it. I miss my tree. I miss... miss, (laughs) I miss the Christmas... (laughs) (laughs) Films. I miss all of Christmas, but who cares? We're in January. Let's get over it. Right. Yeah, that's why pop culture is for life, not just for Christmas. Exactly, and that's why we're here doing this in January, mm-hmm. even though it's probably now February for them. That's oh fine. shit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so welcome to the potty. Uh, we're gonna go and do X Factor this week, and we're we're, we're having breakdowns over it because we mm-hmm. think there's just so much to discuss. So if we miss anything, I'm sorry, but we're gonna try our best. This is three hours long i'm sorry we're trying our best we're just we've got a lot to discuss what have you been up to since the last one nothing neither have I. <laughs> but i have been subscribe guys follow five stars such interesting lives i've been re-watching the Catherine Tate show from the beginning on a free app called uk tv play which i didn't understand sounds dodge it's not it's, okay i think it's real um and it's got like shit telly on but oh, you is can... it off of like dave yeah, it's like Dave and Yesterday and all these right. channels that I would never watch. Um, Are you obsessed with the fact that Dave's Plus One channel is called Dave Jarvu? I actually am, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and it's got classic EastEnders on, but you can't watch it as a box set. You can only watch it when it's live, right. which I'm gutted about because I know it would take us like 70 mm-hmm. years. But I would totally watch X Factor. No. <laughs> Jumping ahead. Um, I would totally watch EastEnders from the beginning if I could. How long do you think it would take us? Oh, I'm actually really going to say about two weeks. No way. Do you not think? EastEnders has been on since what, 1960 or something? Uh huh. If you watched every episode for 24 hours a day. Oh, right, I'm not talking like that. 48 <laughs> a day. I'm talking like two a day. I still don't think you'd get through them all in two weeks if you watched one all day, 24 hours. Nah, it would take us fucking donkeys. Do you have a favourite EastEnders scene? Uh, I just have a favourite EastEnders like, era, and it was when Stacey and Max were like having an affair, mm. and it was iconic, right. and it had the Christmas episode. Um, do, did you ever watch it? Okay, and they found out that because Stacey was ma- married to his son, so it was like well drums, do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, favourite era. My favourite one is very specific. It's Doc Cotton learning how to use a webcam for the first time. <laughs> yes, I do know what you mean. <laughs> but I also do love if you're talking about scenes. It sounds shocking, but the recent one with Sonia proper crying hysterically at Doc Cotton's funeral oh. because it's been used as a meme so much. All obsessed with them chucking a pack of fags in when they buried her. What? At the end of the episode, they took a pack of fags on a coffin. That's a ghost. Was it like the way that the packets of tabs are now, like with the horrible branding? I don't know. I didn't look that close. But oh, I need to know. Tabs. I need to know. Um, yeah, but Doc Cotton's learning how to use webcams. I think her son's put it on. He leaves the room, and like all good webcams do, it echoes back. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I must get on. <laughs> oh, I must get on." Echoes <laughs> off the computer, and she looks back. She's like, "Is that you?" And she noticed it on the on the um on the screen. And when she noticed it, her eyes go like massive and she goes, Ooh my loa <laughs> And I don't even know what that means, but every now and again said, Oh my god, I go, Ooh my loa I love it. I think it's just cockney for love, probably. Yeah. Lua. Ooh my loa Um so yeah. But yeah, being up and now just watching Catherine Tate, just which is watching good laugh to be honest. 
I still haven't finished The Traitors Australia, which I said I'd finish mm. in the last one, so I really need to get into it. And the US versions came to be a big side player. I don't know how I feel about I'm it. Just, I'm not going to watch anything but the British. I don't know how I feel about the American ones. It's celebrities playing with normals, and it's. Like, eh, is it? How unfair is it if they can take people's money? Nice, but is it going to be for charity? Uh huh. But you still think it's shit? But I just. Yeah. Mm. Fizz. I don't think they're on the same page. No, that sounds weird. I don't think I'll I'll not bother. It seems a bit dodgy, but I might watch it, don't know. Yeah. Say what. Okay. Um we have our drink for yes. today's episode. We're gonna take you on a journey. We are because each drink is going to be themed with each episode. Don't know if we mentioned this last week, but the trait as one was big. Last week's was big brain moment. Yeah. Would you like to explain? We didn't really pick it for that, but we're gonna say that we did. <laughs> <laughs> It was big brain in retrospect. <laughs> At the time, we just thought, oh, I want to try that drink. Do you want to try it? But now we've realised we're going to make it themed. And because last week's was colour changing, it was perfect because at the end of the trade, as when they had that pure colour changing <laughs> moment, when they threw the thing in, I still can't even explain what happened. I don't know. I they threw know. it in, they changed colour, they wanted to keep the game going. And it was kind of like what our drink was like, because it was like blue and purple. However, it didn't. Do that. I didn't really know, but, but I, you were right because I had it after I'd left here, and apparently meant to pour the drink in the alcohol in first, and then the mixer. See, I don't know why we did that the other way because we always do that with the drinks. We always because I thought the that way would work. And it oh didn't. right, okay. I deliberately made it different, and it flopped. <laughs> it backfired on you. It backfired. So the drink of choice this week, Tyler, is... Prosco. <laughs> We're doing Prozzy. Why are we doing Prosco? <laughs> well, I thought Prosecco would be a good choice because I feel like, except there's like a little bit glamorous, like especially when it gets to live shows. But also a little bit garbage. Yes. It's like the perfect <laughs> description of X Factor. And like, I've just imagined like the winners like enjoying a glass mm. of Prosecco afterwards. Mm-hmm. This is a I Heart Prosco. Demonizione di origine controllata. It's extra dry at 11% volume and it's elegant and bubbly, fruity sparkling, full of sweet peach and apple flavours. Will you shite taste peach <laughs> or apple in this drink? But I do love a bit of Prosexy. Do you like to read the, ba- the back of Prosecco bottles and figure out what food they've said it'd be ideal with? Because I do. I did not know that was a thing. I've just opened the bottle and drank it before. This one is apparently ideal with foods such as prosciutto. Is that a thing? Oh, that, that's like my... You know how I eat my little packets of meat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You eat the weirdest shit, which we will talk about at some point. It's like... I think it's prosciutto ham or something. And shellfish. My ideal. Your kind of not. Yeah. Right, well, let's get this Prosco open and we're going to take you on the journey. Because I'm not popping it over the mic. <laughs> no. That gives me anxiety. Anxiety. <laughs> so we're going to go out in the kitchen and do it. Let's go. Okay, so we're going to open the Prosecco. How are we feeling about it? I'm uh, scared. I'm scared as well because I don't... I claim I'm alright at it, but I never know what I'm doing. I would never be able to be trusted with this kind of shit. It's been uh, it frozen all day. <laughs> Full disclosure, we forgot to put it in. <laughs> Chilling on ice. <laughs> Chilling in the room temperature kitchen. It'll be delightful regardless. I don't want to be hammered. Right, I'm scared. I've got shit to do. I'm already scared now. So the metal bit comes off, doesn't it? I think you actually meant to keep it on, but no, nobody any uh, nobody ever does. Yeah, I'm not keeping that on. I'm afraid. I'm just not about to do that. Off it goes. Ready for me to pop this prozzy. 
Gorgeous. Oh, I did it good. You are really good at it. <laughs> okay, well, that was anticlimactic <laughs> for everyone, wasn't it? It was good pop, though, wasn't it? Where's the glasses? Oh, yeah. Better than our sound effects. That's true. <laughs> right, let's pop back in and pour the Prosecco back in the room. Very ASMR. <laughs> Can we do it next to the mic and you can hear how? Yeah, but you need to tip it on its side so the bubbles. What do you mean? The whole thing. I hate it. You were not Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we are not being ASMR. <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. Oh, I just want some shellfish and prosciutto or whatever it was called. I want a diet. Slob it in. Ooh, this oh, is oh, why you no! don't. Oh, sorry, I didn't think like that. <laughs> oh, there's been a little bit of spillage. What's done is done. You <laughs> <laughs> just try and have a classy evening. Do you know, I don't even like Prosecco. <laughs> you what? Oh my god, we've got the same thing. You've said this? Have I? Yes. Oh, well. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you can do it. Guys, we have the best bin in the world. Should we talk to them about our bin? Yeah. I was hoping to say though. Oh, <laughs> no, because that actually really likes my bin. Well, talk about your bin then, go on. Okay, I got a steel bin with a poppy lid and I love it. And we went and me and James bought it and it was actually really expensive for a bin. And we're like, oh, should we really be paying that for a bin? I think it was like 60 quid. And we're like, go on, we fucking love it. Um, and then we got into the till and it was on sale for like a tenner and we're really happy. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Let's cheers to that. Okay. Cheers to cheers. the X Factor and bins. <laughs> Do your bins go out tomorrow? I don't know the bin dates. That's not my job. Do you not know the bin day? <laughs> Jack's James's job. See, I ranked bin days in order of best bin day the other day. Well, I do know that the recycling goes out on a Thursday, I think. Thursday is the bin day, like. But I don't know. I literally don't have a clue. Bins should always go out on a Thursday. Am I privileged that I don't know bin days because I don't have to deal with that? A little bit, yeah. But do you have to deal with that? Now and again. Fair enough. But my bin days are Wednesday. Yeah, good day. Cool. <laughs> Let's talk about the X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, what are you doing? Oh, what did it go like? Do it. Did you ever see that tweet where it was like, what's happening in this video and it was like a meteor about to hit someone was saying oh it's the x factor coming back <laughs> yeah. i want it to come back we need to discuss yeah. we've got so much to say we probably will be divided on that actually i don't oh. want it to come back oh i do i'm happy with it being in the time capsule it's in now nah my heart broke into a million pieces when x factor never returned i don't think anyone understands quite how much it meant to us my heart crumbled and then molded itself back like clay <laughs> no, mine is still mourning the loss, and I'm mourn. I'll mourn the loss from about. Well, we're jumping ahead a bit, but as soon as Robbie Williams got involved, as much as I like the guy, it was done. Mm -hmm. But like, I miss it. I miss mm -hmm. it so much. I need it back, but I need it back for like basics. But where do we begin? Because auditions. Mm. I think the biggest thing we need to share is that you did audition once for the X Are we going into that that quickly? <laughs> oh, I think we have to. Actually, 
I want to know about your story and then if you were to do it today, what would you do? Right, I'll try and keep my story brief. Before anyone gets excited, I didn't meet uh, Simon or Cheryl because you have to get through like producer stages first and I literally only had one audition, that's so embarrassing. At St. James's Park, I applied online, they were like, you're in, I was like, oh my god. Um, the day before, my friend cut my hair really badly, so I had like wonky hair, I had red hair, I had a tongue piercing, <laughs> I had a massive gold chain, this is how I rocked up the audition, with a see-through mesh top that you could see in my bra and black ripped jeans. What year was this? 2015. Because this is a 2011 vision I'm picturing in my Yeah, head. I was never really up with the trends, so I'll tell you the truth, <laughs> I was always a couple of years behind. Uh, no, it was 2015. So if I was in that year, I would have been against like Louisa Johnson. So I wouldn't have right. stood a chance regardless. Right. But I didn't even get that far. <laughs> so I auditioned at St. James's Park. I was all by myself, blessings, while everyone else had a family. I was on my own. And then I was 19. And no, I was 20. And before I went in to the little room, this woman came out like screaming, crying, like, don't go in there. It's humiliating. Don't go in there. Shit. And uh, I was like, well, fuck my go next like what a way to end up i went in and i sung you and i by lady gaga which i did terribly you picked a strange yeah. song choice well i wanted a song that could show off how good i was right. so i think i went for quite a belt i want plus i loved the song at the time mm-hmm. um so i was like i'm gonna sing that i can't even listen to it now without mm-hmm. cringing but i think i'm a good singer right i do i think i'm a brilliant singer but I'd never sang in public before, like not even at karaoke. Mm-hmm. So I was like a ball of nerves. So I kept taking my leather jacket on and off. Like I was like, I need to take it off and take it off. I need to put it back on, I'm too cold. And they were like, right, calm down. <laughs> and I sang and I was all shaky. But like before the singing, they asked us a bit about myself. And I was just like, I'm just like, just a lass. I live in Newcastle at the time. So I was like, I'm Geordie girl, like trying to sell that vibe. <laughs> thinking like, I think, was Cheryl on it that year? I'm sure she yeah, was. Sure was yeah. So I was like, if I get me Cheryl, like, I'll probably mm-hmm. sell the fact I'm like, just a Geordie like her. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, and I can rap. Wish I'd never said that. <laughs> because after you and I were like, not bad, but let's hear your rap. And I was like, what? I didn't fucking think they were going to ask that. Right. And at the time, Iggy Azalea's Fancy was out and I should have went with that because mm-hmm. it's easy and it's well known. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I went for a really random song that nobody knows called <laughs> Told You So by this Carmen. I'm obsessed with the Carmen song. Like, all the songs you could pick, you pick a Carmen. Literally, literally one that nobody knows. And I think I rapped it good, but the song's like heavy American, which I think was bad because I was like, I'm a pure Johnny Lass and all this. And then I was like, Whiskey Sour Lemonade. Like, all this. <laughs> and they had a little giggle just like waited after I was finished. Right. So I went, <laughs> Right. <laughs> and that was not the reaction I wanted right. after rapping. And then they were like, we think you're good, but not good enough. Like, you need to come back next year. And I was like, okay, I will do. Obviously, I never went Didn't. back. That's the end. Well, there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> okay. Um, Obviously, the Carmen song. Yeah. Does anybody know that Carmen song? Listen, I would love to know. You know Broken Hearted. Mm-hmm. But do you know... Do you like that song in hindsight? I do, I'm a huge, I was a huge Carmen fan at the Could time. you listen to that Carmen song today? No, I can't because I'm you scarred. You can't bear the thought of I'm it. I'm scarred by the memory. So I was going to say we should add it to our playlist. More on that later. But we can still do that. I don't think, I, if that ever came up, the only we were with each other, you'd physically react to that, wouldn't you? Physically. Come on, hives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the trauma. Yeah, no, I'd be fine now. I think, I think I've gotten over it, but it is so embarrassing to think mm. that I wrapped it. Ugh. 
Now, what I want to know is, if you went on today, what song would you do? Because I know there's a lot of songs we would do as a collaboration. Oh, yes. Karaoke vibes. Yes. Mel C, Brian Adams, When You're Gone. <laughs> I'm Brian Adams, you're, you're Mel C. I'm Mel, I'm Mel Ops, <laughs> and uh, do Haston Show Me Up. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> that mega mix, unbelievable. But no, there's not a song I would do, because I've just got this fear that I would fuck it up. So do you know what I have nightmares all the time that I can't sing, that I'm asked to sing? Did I ever tell you about my Sam Ryder dream? No. <laughs> I had a dream, right? That, have I actually not told you this? Yeah. Where, um, it was recently, where I was like, I was in somewhere like Budapest and I bumped into Sam Ryder who was like busking on the street and he was singing Spaceman and he was like, I want you, pick me out of the crowd, to do the bit that's like, meh, like the really high bit. And I did it, but I fucked it up. And Sam Ryder laughed and went, well, that was embarrassing. So I pushed him <laughs> over. <laughs> that would piss me off too, though. Sam Ryder said that because he's all this positivity. <laughs> Schmuck. And I pushed him over and he was on his back like a fucking spider. Like, imagine a spider <laughs> on his back. I feel really bad about it because I love Sam Ryder. But I have these recurring dreams that I can't sing. Like, you know when people say I can't scream? And I remember one where it was like, shut up and drive, like by Rihanna. And I was trying to sing it, and I was just like, oh, and it just wasn't coming out. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with this? That's a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> Is that my biggest fear? <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a good singer, though. Thank you. you. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, I don't know what I'd do, but I'd want to do something that made it sound really good. Like right. a fucking Tony Braxton, Unbreak My Heart. Sam Ryder crawling about like <laughs> Spider on its Which, back. by the way, would be so lovely about that in real life, I'm sure. Oh, he would like... be, yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know why it pushed me. That would never push anyone over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Ryder was just, he was in the wrong line of fire on the wrong day, wasn't he? Yeah. But yeah, I, oh, what would I do on X Factor if I could sing? Because you have to kind of pick what direction you want to be in as an artist. Well, if I was an artist, I'd want to bring back like the Whitney Houston Mariah era of music. Mm-hmm. 90s ballads which there's always a space for that in X Factor because there's always that one person who can sing really well yeah. but is a little bit dated yeah and that's what I'd want to be and that's that vibe but I want to bring it modern that's I actually do do you know what I mean <laughs> you said a bit like Sharon when she goes I thought what people know but I actually <laughs> like rock music indie music because it is indie yeah not a lot of people know that but when they go, yeah I love that so much not a lot of people think that but I do mm. <laughs> Let's talk about the actual show. Okay. We're going to do it like stage by stage, shall we say, auditions? Yes. Starting. Start with the auditions. Where do you begin? For me, there's obviously been some brilliant people that have come in and sang some amazing songs mm-hmm. with beautiful voices, but who gives a fuck about them at the audition stage? No one cares. So I think it's this is the right time to talk about all of the people who you know we're going to talk about. <laughs> All of our favourite auditions. All of our faves. So, the first one I'd like to discuss, because it's my favourite of all time, Ablisa. Ablisa, of course. I love it so much. Everything about it is just iconic. The fact that sang That's My Goal, that's Natalie Imbruglia. <laughs> Who are you, by the way? <laughs> Who are you, man? But my favourite bit of that whole bit, like audition is Cheryl, she punched her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was so cringe, but it was so good. I'm Abby, I'm Lisa, together we are. I don't even know if they say that, but they always do, don't they, whenever yeah. it's like a duo. I don't know if they ever did call themselves Abby Lisa. Nah, they did. I think that's a fan thing, you know. Do you think? I don't know, we might have to watch it. Well, no, it was just, I'm Abby and I'm Lisa, 
Are you related? No. We're cousins. <laughs> yeah, either, are you sisters? Are you cousins? Do you remember? Oh, it was so awkward. I know you're going to talk about Zoe Alexander. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zoe Alexander's my favourite X Factor audition of all time. Talk me all about her. Right now? Yes. So I feel really bad in hindsight, now that's just come out and said a few things that have went on behind the scenes. But just taking it at surface level, I absolutely love that audition mm-hmm. because it's not her. She's an all right singer. She's not that bad. And obviously, like I said, all the stuff that clearly went on behind the scenes, which at the time, before anyone came out, I knew was the crack because I remember when she goes, you told me to sing a pink song. And they were like, we didn't tell you to sing a pink song. And I remember saying to my mum at the time, they the producers would have done that. There's no 100%. way percent. But the thing I just love the most about it is just the reactions of the crowd, the cameraman that like runs out the way because he's <laughs> terrified. The fact that Gary Barlow goes, um, listen, we, 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 and no one's listening and he just keeps going, we, we, and then he goes, we heard a second song from you as well. <laughs> and uh, Nicole shares and I go, no, baby, no. It's all from that one, you're right. You, you're making a very good point. As to why Tilly said, stay on stage. And then her dad comes out. <laughs> Tom Jones. And she's fuming, I mean, rightly so, but at the time I was like, this is peak drama and I'm living for it. And then she pushes the camera. Oh, bless her. <laughs> Awful in hindsight, but so funny at the time. Holly. Jervis. Jervis. Holly Jervis. We've got to talk about Holly Jervis. And everyone knows who Holly Jervis is. Yes. They listen to this, yeah. I think. Um, I feel like I'm a bit Holly Jervis. <laughs> I do. Because... <laughs> She wasn't even bad. She wasn't bad. She just had a massive mouth. She wasn't. <laughs> Did you know the first thing that he said on YouTube is Holly Jervis, cave mouth. Oh my god. spelled her surname wrong, bless her. Yeah, Holly Jervis. The one that spoke really quietly, Dawn. Dawn the disc jockey. Yeah. Apprentice jockey. Yeah. Like a disc jockey. Obviously, very, very harsh. Who was that? What was that Everybody name? Else was Kelly Pinkman. Yeah. She still pops up every now and again doing stuff. <laughs> Did she? I'm not mad on very, very harsh. I just like a whole bit afterwards. Very degrading. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel Lester. Um, there's just so much quotable there. Mm. You're having a stick above my head. Yeah. You're shit. And you know you're shit. <laughs> or Ariel. And Ariel. I want to talk about Ariel. We need... Big time, like, dissect Ariel. Yeah. Ariel is an icon. Yeah. Everything we love about this world. <laughs> but, uh, well, no, I think I could... There's a few things I know I could do word for word. I could do Holly Jervis's audition song. Yeah. I could do Ariel's audition song. Yeah. And I could do a lot of the quotes around it. I could do Kylie Whitney. <laughs> I could even do Madonna. I could do Danny as well. Um, but, yeah, Ariel, first of all, I'm not a number... A human being. Okay, well now we've settled that. Um, what's your name? Ariel. What do you do? I'm a vocal coach. You work holistically. And uh, who have you worked with? This is our favourite. Matt from Bullet for My Valentine. Now, as a goth in 2008 or whenever it was that she was on the show, that'll have been mega. I was. I genuinely was at the time like, eh, well, I never had Matt Tuck from Bullet for My Valentine. And Simon Cowell was like, who? And I was like, Simon Cowell, shame on you. It's mm-hmm. Matt Tuck from Bullet for My Valentine. <laughs> and then Joe goes, can you stand on the X there, please? Oh my God, I know. And then she does a song. Do you know it? Yeah. Do you want to sing it? So I can't remember where to start. Yeah, I know it though, but I don't know the words. I just know the sounds. 
Episode war, aber so. Und sie sagt, I got the sexy, sexy swing thing that you just can't ignore. You wanna hear some metal? You wanna hear me? I got the X Factor, so show me your stage door. Oh, that was hard. My voice caved in at the end there, but what a song. But can I just say, first and foremostly, that she was good and I and understood. I understood that she was coming from an academic perspective. Obviously, you're not an academic. Yeah. You've clearly never been a rock singer, though. So, yeah, Ariel, obsessed. And do you want, do you want to sing Holly Jones? Well, yeah. Three, two, do you know it? Is it from Come On Down? Well, I know the song anyway. The audition, yeah. But that's where she starts from. Yeah. Yeah. Three, two, one. Bring on that pecan pie. Wait, stop. We might be copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> Big blonde and beautiful man from Hairspray. They're not going to have any of this. Aye, but we're not singing it anywhere near as good as they do. It would be fun. <laughs> oh, that terrified us. Childhood Do you know what? I'm sorry to interrupt you, <laughs> but imagine if they'd taken both those people seriously because they were actually good. Imagine how different the show would have been. And I would love to know, because I don't actually know, what year they were both in, whether they're the same year or the different years. Who, both 2008. I want to know who won that year. Look. Oh well, then they're fucked. But <laughs> <laughs> judges, you look like a hell So I was thinking if it was like Leon Jackson's year or something, they might have been winners. Yeah. Leon Jackson was like clutching at straws. They were like, oh, well, I haven't got anyone else. He can do it. He can win it. I bet they picked it from the pack cards. Who's winner of the Dinosaurs? Ridian. I would have had Ridian. I would have had Ridian. But no. Ridian was bad too. You know, that in the James Arthur year, the only years I haven't watched Jackson. You know, I like Leon Jackson when you believe. Have you heard it, man? His voice cracks out the whole thing. I like it. I like the song, the original version with Mariah Carey and Whitney. I like his version. Nah, his voice cracks. And he's 2007 in my head. What do you mean? Like that, yeah. It's just the world in 2007. (laughs) It's Leon Jackson. Fringes. Yeah. Flip phones. No, 2007 to me is like... Incy music. (laughs) No, it's like Lily Allen and that. I don't know why. When I think of 2007. So, Incy music. Yeah. (laughs) more a sort of ones that are maybe less known but I love dearly uh, Sorry Roots I have to give a shout out to she did it in 2013 so this was when they went back with the closed auditions yes who's this I don't remember so she was a singer from London who did a song called The Recession Song I don't remember this and I was let me tell you I was obsessed I <laughs> uh, followed her on Twitter we messaged it was going to be in a music video <laughs> what are you serious serious and she did a song called The Recession Song I can't afford it afford it afford it and I was like this is my new favourite person in the world I have no recollection and in boot camp they give her about five seconds about her and booted her out and I was oh, devastated that might be why I don't remember but that. I was like you know what Sony Roots I'm going to make you a star <laughs> And did you? <laughs> <laughs> but also a shout out, a newer one, but also a great one, Abiola. That rings a bell. Who's the one who went on and just went <laughs> for about two minutes? <laughs> no, I don't remember. 
Well, I love her too. And you know what I love? And I love the song Hallelujah by Alexandra Burke or whoever else sang it before her. But I always sing it like that guy that was like, Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know. So like, J, J. Yeah, but it stuck with us. It resonated with us. <laughs> and every time I sing Hallelujah, I think Hallelujah. of him. <laughs> like it just takes over. It was mental. One of my favourite auditions is Jade's first audition when she was 15. Mm-hmm. And she's got a funny little hairstyle. Do you remember it? I don't <laughs> and they're like what's your name and she's like Jade and then she goes Cheryl goes you're from Newcastle it's from 2008 and she goes South Shields and then she sings Where Did Broken Hearts Go and then she's never seen her again mm. until 2011 because oh. she auditioned three times oh yeah her original original yeah first ever one she's yeah, 15 yeah I, I do remember that and then she came back in 2010 but she wasn't aired but you can see her in an extra fact that clip with Harry Styles and she came back in 2011 and then she is the icon that she is today but anyway, moving on. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any like really recent ones that stick out in my brain. It's like... Oh. No, because for me, the only ones recent I can remember, and this isn't even recent, but it's the good ones, mm-hmm. like Andrea Faustini's. I loved him and I loved mm-hmm. his audition. This is what you're going to notice. You like the good ones and I will <laughs> always bring back the shit ones that or the true. funny moments from the shit ones or yeah. the good ones. In all honesty, I like the shit ones now looking back, but at the time I actually hated it. I used to be like, let's get on to the real fucking competition, guys. <laughs> That's why some of these I don't think I remember because I didn't watch all the auditions. I'd be like, I'm ready for the live show. Guys, she's an actual fan. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? Huh? <laughs> so, boot camp. So, boot camp was kind of boring, but I did love it when they got the six chair challenge involved because mm-hmm. that was like so ruthless. Six chair is brilliant. I love it how they would just rip people from their seats. Nothing really happens. Like at the time, it's like, oh my god. But looking back, like, tell you what, there was a robbery in twenty sixteen. Sada Vidu, do you remember her? No. She was the living doll, and she sang Pat Benatar. What year did you just say? Twenty sixteen. No, who won that year? Oh, Matt Terry. Matt Terry. She was in Six Chair. Was really good, and she got booted. Yeah, I feel like I do remember now. It's like she originally got a seat, and then she got booted. Yeah. And that just shouldn't have happened in my fantasy. It's coming back to us. She was very good. So, shall we move on to judges' houses? Judges' houses. So, first thing I want to say is that I found out recently that it's not the judges' houses. They're just houses that they get for that. And I can't I was, believe you only just found that. I out. can't believe it. I always saw that was Nicole Scherzinger as a little villa in fucking Barcelona. But they always <laughs> went to a different place. Like, were you not, like... I just thought they had loads of houses because they were Louis Walsh does not have 15 houses. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care. I believed every second of it. <laughs> Do you remember the one they'd pick the categories? Like at this point, they'd find out what categories they got. Yeah. And like whenever Louis Walsh would walk through the room, you'd just see the disappointment. Yeah. Do you remember that one in Fanawa when they ran to, to, to like, they run to the church just to celebrate, and one of them just stacks it. Please look that up if you've not seen it because it's brilliant. Maybe we can um, put it on the Insta. Also, we've. <laughs> Glazed over an iconic moment during the, those phone calls when uh, Danny Minogue gets the phone call and she's got the boys. And she goes, Now the boys! I wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> they used to show like really like, over the top like helicopter shots yeah. and like skyline of London drone shots. Boom, 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 like just to find out what category they've got. Like, You'd be like, Oh shit, it's about to hit the fan. <laughs> And you'd always know like, that over 25s, people would be deafer if they got them. We need to talk about this. The we over do. 25s were ancient, saggy ass bastards. 
<laughs> that literally were like minutes away from signing for that pension, I would be in that category yeah, now. Exactly. And then they moved it over 28 and I was like, that's a bit older, that's better. I would be in that category next year. I'm sorry, right, but if X Factor came back and I wasn't in the girls and I was with all the old bitches, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? I know. That's, that's rancid. With Tesco Mary. Literally, Tesco Mary, <laughs> Sam Bailey, Wagner. And I would be in that category. Absolutely fucking not. Judges' houses, uh, Louis Walsh taking everyone to Dublin every year. Um, <laughs> this is why I thought it was the houses. Because I was like, Louis Walsh doesn't have anywhere else. Mm-hmm. He only lives in Dublin. But was that not the, the walls? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and like Nicole Scherzinger you know, would take them to Dubai. Yeah. You're going to Cork. <laughs> I so, think they should have done a church's houses where it was like deliberately shit. Where it was actually like, at the their thing, houses. Like a flat in Bedford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, judges' houses. There's just one year and one house in particular. The house of Cheryl. That plays on my mind a lot in 2010. It was in 2010, was it? Yes. Yeah, I thought it was before that. Because it was Sherloid. Oh, yeah. I remember Sherloid. She sang Sherloid. Or Becky G. Dubs. There was then, there was, what was her name? We've looked her up about five times because we talk about this all the time. You won who sang the song and she was in it last year and she didn't get through from Judge's Houses. Last year? Oh, in 2009. (laughs) And she didn't get past Judge's Houses and her whole story was she's coming back and she's ready. Oh, it's um, Tracy Cohen. Tracy Cohen. (laughs) And the brilliant moment. Is it real? What? I'm ready. Or is it butchered? I don't know. Because it was on Harry Hill's TV but which makes me always... Think it might have been, but it might have been unedited. I think it was edited. Either way, I don't care because it's very yes, funny. Literally. So Tracy goes, "I'm ready," and Cheryl goes, "Okay, well, you." What did she say? At the start? Oh, it is real. It is real. Doesn't Cheryl go? You, you said that with some determination. Yes, yeah, so I think Cheryl goes. You seem confident or something. And she goes, no, she says he said that with some determination. Yeah, she says that later. And oh. like, Tracy goes, "I'm ready," and she goes, "Okay." Oh, you said that was some termination. I'm ready. Okay, whenever you're ready. That's it. Always feels like also, more than it is, but speaking it's Speaking of speaking of that particular judge's houses, the edit of Cher Lloyd with her bad throat. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was something about the Cher Lloyd one, that's why I brought it up, that's it. So it's like when she's like, I can write you a song <laughs> and make you fall the bless her with her bad throat. But then the edit on YouTube where the woman goes why do you, how do you not know how to flush a toilet after you've had a shit? But I love the edit with Cher Lloyd better than the original because of Simon, not Simon, Will I Am. How the fuck did I get Simon Cowell and Will I Am mixed up? <laughs> Will I Am looks really uncomfortable and then Cheryl hugs her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. also that year was the year of Gamu. I can't believe that was that year. That was that year. You're my sunshine, whoa. And that brought up a lot of questions, didn't it, in terms of like, what happened to Gamu? Justice for Gamu. Speaking of which, I borrowed Tyler Cheryl's 2012 autobiography. Oh, stop it. My story. Gamu is discussed in the fucking book. Is she? Yes. But this bitch ain't right. reading it. <laughs> Give me that in August. Yeah. And I've read 10 pages. And you're missing out? Right, but this is the thing, right? I always say to myself, I'm going to read tonight. Yeah. And I don't. I know, and I get it because I'm doing it too. I've had Matthew Perry's book since Christmas and I'm really struggling with it. Mm-hmm. But 
you love all this X Factor stuff. It's all in the book. Okay. All the behind the scenes goss. I bet it is. As well as all of that stuff with Ashley Cole, you need to be on it. And also, we'll absolutely do a podcast on Cheryl at some point. Yeah, I've so got too much to say about to... Cheryl. The woman of our dreams. Well, my dreams. Is she your dreams? I guess so. Yeah. I'm absolutely obsessed I'm, with her. I'm in on Cheryl. Absolutely. Sorry to kind of jump ahead into the Cheryl episode, but I just have to say, I don't think I would ever be starstruck with many people, just a select few mm-hmm. people. If I ever met Cheryl, I would literally black out. Right. I'm obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, not the point. Well, it's your lucky day because <laughs> please welcome to the podcast. You're a late pet. <laughs> oh my god, it's Cheryl. <laughs> it's Cheryl. You're a late pet. Oh, Cheryl, we, we must ask you, you know, how are you doing? Are we getting music soon? All I want to say is it's my, it's my decision when I want to bring out music. It's my decision. Um, you heard it here first, everyone. Exclusive interview with our first guest, Cheryl Cole. Love made me do it. Cheryl Tweedy. Cheryl Ann Tweedy. Cheryl Ann Tweedy. 40 this year. Can you believe it? Yeah. What an icon. We're talking too much about Cheryl. Yeah. This is not a Cheryl episode. Yeah, too much Why time. is the only thing I can see in a Cheryl accent? It's nay decision. I don't know, but I was like, oh my god, she got the accent down, and then it was just that. You are right at my street. You are right at my street, I, I just loved her with Reggie and Bolly. <gasps> we have to discuss this. Oh, it was bizarre. I love Cheryl. It was a shock when mm. she got up on stage and danced with them. But also, I genuinely love Reggie and Bolly and all. I've told Reggie and Bolly, what's the correct way to say it? I think it's Bolly. Reggie and Bolly. It's probably Bolly. I think That's I'm saying it wrong. Oh, that was so. I loved them. I loved them. Do you know they turned on the lights at Sam Shields once? Did they? The Christmas lights. Oh. I wish I went. I, I didn't. Wish I went. Oh, well, and they have a song outside of X Factor. And nobody listens to and it's really good it's called new girl and it goes i got a new girl i've heard that yeah before. add it to the playlist yeah, <laughs> um right live shows why is the first thing i want to talk about <laughs> sharon osborne introducing sarah alto <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> she's the songbird from award Isn't Sarah! She just didn't know her name, did God, she? God, she's awful. Well, I love her. <laughs> Who, Sharon Osbourne? Yeah. I, I feel can't... many feelings about Sharon Osbourne. I do, I'm so torn. I'm, like, I don't know what I think. I think I love her. But in X Factor terms, love her. I want to say something about live shows. So, how I had my audition and stuff, but well before that, just when I was a fan, one of my favourite things about live shows, and I feel like they dropped it, but was how they had like the themed weeks. So I used to always think, well, if it was Halloween week, what would I sing? And I always imagined that I would sing Fighter by Christina Aguilera. Or like in 2011 when they did like Queen versus Lady Gaga, like would I pick a Queen song? Would I pick a Lady Gaga song? Have you ever thought about that? Something else I've thought about, sorry. <laughs> was if they did like, because they did do this in 2014, X Factor singers who've made it, like their songs, uh-huh. whose would you sing? You can't sing, can you? No. <laughs> <laughs> What would I want to sing? Rock suit, I'll do that. <laughs> See, for me, I I've always been that. like, it would be so wrong of me not to sing a Little Mix song. Uh-huh. But going on wanting to brag about my vocals would make us want to do Leona Lewis. Mm-hmm. 
What one? A moment like this. It's the best one. Oh, there we go. Do it. Oh, yeah. On X Factor, that doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> that I can't even get past producer <laughs> stages. Uh, well, I think a lot more about the judges' comments. Yes. Once again, I'm thinking of iconic stupid drama. Okay.com. Sharon's scathing review of Steve Brookstein <gasps> in series one. Yes. That was like horrendous. He deserved it. <laughs> you are awful. <laughs> I'm joking. Where's Steve Brookstein now? What did she say as well? Like something about him driving a Ford Focus and oh, being an everyday went... guy and like, yeah. it's all an act. She really went for it. That was back when it was like, you could just say whatever the fuck you wanted. But Cheryl's fucking takedown of Wagner. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, I, she was like, I've heard you've been saying all this stuff about us in the papers and that, and I'm not. Ah, but my thoughts are that was always staged. It wasn't. There was always a point in the series where someone would bring up something that's been said in the press. Yeah. And the press would then talk about the thing from True. the press and it would snowball. I don't know what it was in staged. It was too embarrassing, I think. We need to talk about stage invasions. We've got too much to say. When Jedward had a stage invasion, and then the best one of all, which I still laugh about, Stereo Kicks a stage right, invasion. Right, but Jedward's was by Calvin Harris. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought that was a dream. What the hell? That was Calvin Harris with the pineapple on his head. Yes. He got banned until he performed again a few years later. That is madness. But Stereo Kicks is my favourite. I mean, I felt so awful for them, right? But I loved Stereo Kicks, you know. Like, I was obsessed with them at the time. I thought they were amazing. Um, which was really weird. But anyway, <laughs> they were good. Um, but when the guy came on and they all just were, like, looking to the side while they were like, you are not alone. <laughs> I hadn't seen that one in a while, but I'm a big fan of Stage Invasion. I do a whole podcast on my Stage Invasions, yeah. Richard and Adam getting egged on Britain's Got <gasps> Love that. I love a Stage Invasion. <laughs> it's great drama, isn't it? Um, and then I want to talk about something else that I really loved. I'm sorry I'm to make it. I'm refilling. Refill. Sorry to make it about serious X Factor again. <laughs> Just a quiet fill up. <laughs> why are you not tipping your glass? Oh, can I be asked? But that's why you get the bubbles going everywhere. I'm a little it careful. Okay, it's still a little stream. In the I want to talk about the duets that they do when they reach the final because that used to be my favourite I don't trust you <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like that my favourite part of X Factor do you know what I'm talking about? like the final when they do the duet yeah uh-huh oh. but did you listen to the podcast with Louis Walsh yes where he was for you men that Alexander Burke got Beyonce yes and he was like that was the only reason she won and we were like come on Louis Jealous were good, but they weren't uh, that good. Come on. Mind you, I do think they're more of an audience than Alexandra. Yeah, I suppose, but Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I do actually think that Jealous would have won without. I think it's not just because of Beyonce. It's not. But I don't think she would have won. I don't. I genuinely think Jealous would have won if Beyonce hadn't come out in the final weekend. Yeah, but it's not about Beyonce. What do the voting stats say? Because do you ever go on the full voting No, stats? I don't understand how you find these things. I'm obsessed with them. So if you go on like any X Factor series on Wikipedia, it shows you like what position they came in week by week. Right. So you can kind of get a gauge of were they popular at the start of their lives mm. compared to right at the end. That is also something I could do word for word. What? Alexandra Burke and Beyonce. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I absolutely cannot <laughs> believe I'm about to introduce this woman to the stage. Please welcome my hero, Beyonce. So here's your thing, right? Alexandra Burke was, in the first four weeks, she didn't place higher than sixth in the vote. Okay. And then she went from second, fourth, fourth. She won the quarterfinal, came second in the semifinal at GLS. So they would have, they won the semifinal. Right. And then won the final. Mm, interesting. Which is like... How did JLS win the week before? Beyonce did. I truly believe JLS would win. But you know what? Do you even remember JLS's uh, duet? Because I did. So it was probably Shakespeare. Well, that's the thing. Exactly. That's what did it. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's what did it. Yeah, I suppose. Who did the duet with? Can you find out? Uh, I'm not going to say like Robbie Williams or something like that, but that would be weird. Because it was always someone that like suited the person. (laughs) You're not going to... You are not going to guess this. Okay. Westlife. What? <laughs> I love Westlife, but and what? You and Quig. Oh, and Quig, we'll carry on. Okay, Eolcon <laughs> uh, did boys on. God, Lily Walsh must have been like, I'd just oh, ring yeah. the first people I know. I, know. I want to say that if you were on the show, who would you want to do out with? Because mine was Christina Aguilera, because she's like one of my favourite artists of all time. But then when she actually did it with Rebecca Ferguson, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Who would you do? I would duet with. Oh, I don't think it's that easy. See, you can sing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in that fantasy world where I can sing because I'm not a singer. Yeah. Who would I, Who would I give you a performance with? <sighs> John McEldry. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about John McEldry? I don't know. We'll save Joe for the next one. No, I can't. I need to talk about him. Right. I love him. But there's so much. Like, we've barely scratched the surface on the dramas, the romances. Diana Vickers being barefoot. Diana Vickers and you on quick, on quick. Obsessed. They were a little romance. And Diana Vickers hit single once. Oh my god, I love it. Arsh. Arsh. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know what to Yes, we have Shame. so much to add to the playlist. By the way, guys, we are totally going to share this playlist with you, but we'll get on to that at some point. <laughs> we will absolutely do that. Um, we may have an episode stuff. coming up. Sorry, I'm just going to spoil it. Yeah, go on. In the next couple of episodes, me and, Tyler, me and Tyler have a playlist named War Girl Stop. What's it named after, Tyler? Look, maybe do it by channel. Yeah, <laughs> the lyric where she says, "All oh, my friends are like, whoa, whoa girl, girl, stop!" stop. <laughs> um, with some random songs in there that we absolutely love, and we're gonna go through it. We're together. gonna go through it all. Ones that maybe are sneaks, ones that are certified hits in our world, songs that you love that I'm like, yet to get yeah. on board with, and vice versa. All of it explained in an episode, and you'll get to know us through the music. I'm so excited! It's like the soundtrack to our friendship. It's brilliant. Oh, that's so deep. I'm going to cry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much else as well. We've already just told you we're doing another X Factor at some point. Yes, we we're need to talk about Cheryl celebrity at some point. <laughs> Can we do that now so it's out of the way for good? Okay, it was really shit apart from Megan McKenna. I love Megan McKenna. And Jenny Ryan. Down. Jenny Ryan was really good, but she wasn't as good as Megan McKenna. I prefer Jenny. I love Megan McKenna. I've always Jenny. loved her. I think she's a beautiful singer. I actually like listen to her as an artist. I only played a Christmas song once. Yeah, I love her Christmas song. She's got a song called The Good, The Bad and The Bitch and it's so good. I find it so funny that Nicole Scherzinger met her now boyfriend through X Factor. I know! I think about this <laughs> all the time.
Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've just put the world around. Um, that was fun. But there's so much more. I know. Posts, judges. I feel like you wanted to go year by year as well. Oh, there's too much. I feel like this this has been shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, was this episode shit? Because <laughs> we have so I know much passion. Like 50 minutes then, Finn. But like, was it a bit shit? <laughs> but like, we've, I knew this would happen. We've been Yeah, it's too much. That's the problem. We've got too much to say. Too much passion. And you know what else I think is the problem? We've talked about too much in my friendship. Aww. This podcast should have been filmed live from that random bar in London <laughs> when we were really bored. Honestly, and that, we fucking went off. That was a winner, that. But what we did in that was we spoke about the finalists year by year, which is what we're going to do for the next time. Maybe this episode won't even go out. Was that <laughs> shit? <laughs> no, it was good. It was a preempting of the, the, we'll the go, big characters. We'll go deeper in the X Factor. We'll go into the names that made it far, big names that made it out of it. Good and some bad, and funny moments, funny judges moments, funny hosts. Yes. And all of that good stuff in the next one. And the last thing I'd like to say on this matter is, Gamu, friend of the pod, please get in touch. <laughs> Tell us what you're doing now. Why is Judge not releasing music? I think genuinely, if Gamu came out with a song, everyone would be all over it. Everyone would be all over it. I miss Gamu. I miss Gamu. <laughs> and also, if Gamu was in that year, she would have won. Who won that year? Matt Cardinal or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? That year's brilliant, though, for many reasons, and we will discuss them all in the next episode. One final thing to say on X Factor. Top of your head, without thinking, favourite year? 2010. Mine too? Well, that's well, fun. But there are a lot of good ones. But 2010, I think, was the year when everyone sat down, watched it, loved it. Best ratings it's ever had. So many names, so many moments. Peak panel. Peak panel, even though we said we didn't really care for Danny. No, but I liked it when she was there, though. I liked it when she was there as well. I just didn't care for her in this. I actually did actually quite like her. Hmm. But if there was any judge that had to go, I'd get rid of Danny and put Sharon back in. And I would like to discuss next time about the Halloween bits because Halloween week on X Factor was what oh, I most so looked forward to. There's so much to talk about. Frankie could all, of the, all of the live show good stuff. God, no, we need to carry on. Frankie Kakosa used to follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I didn't follow him, but he followed me. And then all of a sudden he unfollowed us. What did I do? What did you do? Nothing. We're scratching, like, there's too much, there's too much, I'm getting a hernia. Also, I was a huge Little Mix fan, and they came from X Factor. But actually, we We're are, doing a whole one we are going to have a Little Mix episode, so we'll see They it. just know our whole <laughs> series. You know setup. what's coming up, you you're know ready for it. If you want any of that, and if you want something else, actually, if there's anything what you think we should discuss yes. on the podcast, yes. let us know. We've seen it all, warts and all. And if we haven't. Absolutely, we'll be watching it and we'll be here to talk about it. So just <laughs> give us some end. thoughts. Give us some give thoughts. Give us your thoughts. Oh, also, since this is the second episode, we can finally reveal fans of ours, also known, <laughs> as, also known as friends of ours, will already know, but for new listeners, we've set up an Instagram. We have indeed. A toast of pop culture. It's all you have to write. You'll find it there. That's where we're going to share pictures, clips of everything we've talked about. Any funny bits, any good bits. Anything that needs to be seen. To if understand. I can find that video of that woman stacking it when she runs to Louis Walsh, yeah, it's on there. But but I'm gonna end this with you are right at my street. You are right at my street. <laughs> <laughs>
Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>